0: Hello, everyone, welcome back to Space Ace, the podcast all about asexuality. Hope everyone is having a lovely day, lovely week. In this episode, I'm going to be going more in depth about the asexual spectrum, and for this episode, I'm going to be talking more just about the sexual side of it because for those of you who don't know, the spectrum as a whole, you kind of split it into two. So think of romantic attraction and sexual attraction as two completely separate entities. I mean, like two separate spectrums that are kind of just like one above the other like that's the way I've always imagined it and I will draw it out one day as a reference but I wanted to start off with the sexual side because I think that's why people tend to have the most confusion because from when I've talked to other people and like not just my friends but like people online people who've asked me questions it always tends to be like the more of the sexual stuff that people will be like hang on I don't understand this at all because I think even like allosexual, so that people who experience, I, I've called it regular sexual attraction, like regular attraction, people who are allo tend to, you know, have slightly different attraction, like romantically and then sexually, depending on the person. Well, that's from what I've gathered anyway. But in terms of sexual attraction, it's just, it's just different. And it's what people tend to get the most confused about. So I'm here to try and make it less confusing for everyone. So starting off on one side of the spectrum is asexual and this is the one I've probably talked about most. It's the one, you know, it's literally called the asexual spectrum because obviously you start off on this end and this is basically where you experience little to no sexual attraction. This means people who are asexual like myself, you look at people and you see the person. You do not see, oh I quite fancy them, I want to go and sleep with them. Like none of that at all like the way I can best describe it to people is you know when you you know you're out somewhere and you look at someone you're like oh my god I would so go and have sex with them right now imagine just that never happening ever like no matter who it is no matter what mood you're in like it just doesn't you just don't feel it it's like you just don't you just don't get it and this is also another thing to pick up on like People who are asexual, it doesn't mean that they have, like, a low libido or whatnot, like, some asexuals have a really high sex drive, but it's all about the attraction, like, just because they don't find someone attractive and think, oh, I'm not attracted to you in the way I want to sleep with you, it doesn't mean that they won't sleep with them, it just means that they haven't got the drive to sleep with them. So I've always tried to tell people, like, when explaining to them that attraction is, like, it's when you look at someone, it's just that urge, it's that need for that specific person, because, like I just said, people who are asexual can still have high sex drives, which means, you know, they'll still want sex, but they may not be fussed about who with. And, I mean, am just going to say this now, this is all very much speculative in terms of it's very personal to every different person, as, like, you know, sex should be. But, I mean, in terms of, like, I'm going to be talking about it very generically because everyone who is asexual who I've spoken to Identifies differently on the spectrum, like Clara, who was on a few weeks ago. Lovely, I've got another episode with her coming up soon. She was basically saying how she's era A, so she experiences little to no romantic and sexual attraction, but she still has a high sex drive, so you know it can happen. And I don't have a high sex drive. I am fully aware that I don't have any sex drive at all, which is absolutely fine. I'm just on the other end of the spectrum to where she is in terms of that. But we both still identify as error ace because we don't experience that attraction towards anyone. So in a nutshell, asexual is basically where you just don't have that attraction. You don't experience that attraction to people in that way. It's the easiest way I can talk about it. So then following on from that, like moving up the scale, we have demisexual. This is one I've been thinking about a lot recently. And this is basically where you only are attracted to them sexually if a bond has been formed, like a really sort of deep emotional bond. And one of the reasons I've been thinking about this a lot recently is I've had people constantly coming up to me. Well, I say, coming me online, I mean, and saying, like, oh, yeah, but isn't that just like everyone? And it's like, oh, no, it's completely different to other people. Because I know from speaking to like my friends who are aloe, yeah, sometimes for them, they won't have, you know, they won't want to have sex with someone until they have that bond with them. I'm not disputing that at all. But the thing is, though, from speaking to them, I know that they will still look at someone and think, oh, I would sleep with you, but it's this the more thing like it's more like the urge, and more of like the oh looking at them yeah 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 I'd so I'd so sleep with them, but they're not going to because you know that person's a complete stranger. It's like going up to someone in a club thinking oh they're aesthetically good looking, but does that mean I'm gonna actually go and do the stuff with them? No, it doesn't. Like that's the big difference that people just don't seem to understand. Demi's the one I think people get the most confused with because so many people who are Aloe, like, yeah, but it's just everyone, it's like, but it's not, though, because if you are Aloe, again, just from speaking to people, I'm not speaking on behalf of the Aloe community, but from talking to those people, I know that, you know, I mean, like I said, it's not everyone's 100%, but majority of the time, they'll still experience that attraction, but they won't act on it until, you know, they get to know them, whereas people who are demisexual, they won't get that attraction at all until they get to know the person, until they have that bond with them. That's just the way it is. Like, that's the big difference. And that's something that I think more people need to be aware of because it can be so offensive to people if you go, oh, yeah, but you're just like everyone else, so, like, you're not a special sexuality for that. Because, it, again, it's so personal and that's just how they choose to identify, which is absolutely fine. And that's how it should be. Like, they know that's how they feel, then that's fine. Okay, yeah, the next one is grey sexual, And this is one I'm still am I going to ring about whether I've got it right or not? Because the whole definition is that, like, you very rarely have any sexual attraction and, or, you know, you do under very specific circumstances. And I don't know anyone personally who's great sexual to ask, but from what I get from this is that, you know, you are sexual sometimes, but not all the time. Again, a lot of people say, said, oh, but it's just like everyone. It's like, no, it's not, because this is all about the attraction. Like, these people are sometimes, but rarely attracted to people in a sexual way or under very specific circumstances and that I suppose that could be anything you know whatever works for you whatever turned you on personally I guess but Again, yes, under a very specific circumstance that these people will feel this attraction. And I'm going to keep saying it, but it's all about the attraction because that is generally what it is. I like to presume before people have sex, they will have that, you know, they'll have that bond, they'll have that attraction towards each other. I've always kind of imagined it as people, I mean, just from what I've seen on TV shows, I've not expressed this myself, but from what I've seen from people, from like from TV, from films if they don't know them, if they go for like, you know, a one night stand or a hookup or whatever it is, they'll see someone and they'll have that aesthetic attraction to them. They'll have that, you know, romantic and sexual attraction to this person that they have no idea who they are. Like they could be a complete stranger in a club. They could be, you know, someone they've hired if that's what they want to do. But, you know, they won't know each other apart from maybe like their first names. They won't be on the common ground of like, oh, I know this about you, or we're just, you know, even acquaintances, like, they won't have any of that, but they'll still have that attraction, because it all comes down to attraction, and yes, from what I know about grey sexuality is that, you know, you rarely experience it, but you do sometimes, so, you know, you won't want to identify as Aloe, you won't want to identify as anything else for you, that fits better, and I think, again, it all just comes down to what makes you more feel comfortable, like, I do don't agree with labels my thoughts on labels is that for me personally i like having something to refer to because my sexuality is so different compared to all of my friends like they all can fit into you know oh i'm i'm gay i'm bi i'm straight like they all have their labels and everyone knows what it means and i mean that in terms of like if my friend comes up to me and goes oh by the way i'm gay i'm like okay cool you are attracted to the same sex as you cool that's fine or someone is straight, okay, you are attracted to the opposite sex to you, cool, absolutely fine. And, you know, that, it helps for them, it works, I think especially when people are trying, you know... Whether someone likes them or not, it's always good to know, oh, okay, oh, well, they're straight, are they gay, are they bi, like, where they fall. I think it helps people, and I do agree with that. And like I said, I like having the label of asexuality because when people ask me, like, oh, but you've never had a boyfriend, or oh, you're never interested in relationships, like, yeah, because I don't care, because I'm asexual and I don't have that attraction let's move on, like I like having that, and it's also something that people can look up, it's a definition that's out there in the world, and you know, it's something that people can, yeah, they can look up to it, and they can research it, and whatnot, but one thing I hate about it is that I feel personally that when you find a, you know, a label, you are tied into that, it's like obviously I know you can transition, but I think especially with the whole spectrum, people don't realize how fluid it is, and, like, I will get to it towards the end, but, like, the whole spectrum is literally asexual on one end, which is little to no sexual attraction, and allosexual on the other end, which is, you know, the, I said, a quote, air quote, normal um, attraction where, you know, you'll have... It. I'm not saying allosexual people are attracted to everyone because that would just be horrific. I mean, that I would just wear, that would waste so many people's times. But in terms of, like, they you know, have a wider pool of people where they'll like, oh, okay, cool, i like you. It's like someone can be allosexual who is bisexual, for example, because allosexual literally means you do experience romantic and sexual attraction. So someone who's bi, obviously they're attracted to both sexes, both genders. But obviously they don't always have to identify as allosexual, but, you know, it tends to be if you come out as that and you don't fall somewhere within, like, the other end of the asexual spectrum, you do tend to just be identified as allo. I hope that made sense. But the whole point I'm trying to get is, asexuality, it's not completely alien. We're all on this sexual spectrum. It just depends where we fall. And it's also kind of like saying, someone who is allosexual but is straight, right? So they, this particular person is attracted to the opposite gender sex to them, okay? Everyone's clear about what being straight is. But this person identifies as straight, okay, so they fall on the allosexual bit for, you know, being attracted to, like, romantically and sexually to the opposite gender. But you can argue that they are asexual to the the same gender. So, obviously, if this particular person does not experience any romantic or sexual attraction to the opposite gender because they're straight, it would then mean that for the opposite gender, they are asexual. Hopes that makes sense. I mean, if I just unlocked a whole new bit of sexuality where people, where everyone is a little bit asexual? That'd be fun. I could do a paper on that. Huh? That would be fun. Anyway, that's that's my point about that. <laughs> Moving on from grey sexuality, which you know is still a bit, you know, mind bendy So this next one I've never actually heard before until I did more research about it because I feel like asexuality, demisexuality, and grey sexuality. They're the ones people identify with most, especially in terms of, like, you know, asexuality is, like, one end of the spectrum. Then Demi and Grey are kind of, like, in the middle. And Demi and Grey, I feel like they're more accessible in the way that, you know, like, oh, Demi, like, you know, you feel that attraction when your bond has been formed. And, you know, Grey, you know, sometimes. Whereas the ones I'm going to go into next are very specific to a certain situation, is a way to put it. So the next one is Freysexual. And this is basically where sexual attraction fades after initially meeting someone. So it's literally the opposite of demisexuality, because, because like demisexuality, you get that attraction as a bond is formed. Whereas this one is the whole argument of like, oh, to look at someone, oh my God, yeah, they're so attractive, like I associate with them. As you get to know them, you're like, actually, I'm good. It's literally on the spectrum. Like, it's a literal thing. I'm not saying this for everyone, because, you know, sometimes if you just don't click, you just won't want to have sex with them. But I'm arguing it in the way that some people, even if, you know, they, they meet someone, they think they're attractive, they get to know them, and they don't really get jailed with them as a person, they still might find them attractive. Like, obviously, being attracted to someone aesthetically and personality-wise is so different. Like, they're two completely different things. And what I'm going at with this is that people identify who who identify as fraisexual, they will, you know, feel that sexual attraction like, yeah, right away, I'm so attracted to you in this very sexual sense, after, but then after meeting someone, it slowly fades away. And if that sounds familiar, that could be you. But again, I also feel like a lot of these specific ones, they're not common to every person for all the all the time. I mean I don't I don't know personally, there might be someone out there who's like, yeah, I'm fraisexual, that happens to me all the time. Cool, if that's you, happy for you but just knowing about what it is I think it's very rare but again I'm just, just speaking my thoughts here I mean like I said you can be any sexuality you want as long as you're happy then that is absolutely fine but that's just my general thoughts about it it's one I've never heard of and I think it's an interesting one because I do think it's that argument of where like I said that you meet someone and you know depending on like how well you get on and whatnot is where you know you're sexuality in terms of like this person will fall like you know you might be more attracted to them than we get to know them and less attracted to them more you get to know them like it happens it's like when you meet someone who's a friend and you either you know grow closer as friends because you get on really well or you drift apart because you know you don't really have that much in common don't really have much to say to each other it's like it's literally like friendship but just in a romantic sexual sense i guess that's the way i describe it anyway and the next one is I can never pronounce this right. It's like loose sexual, cup loose sexual, and this is basically like wanting a sexual relationship but not experiencing sexual attraction. And this this really made me happy when I found it because I was talking to someone on uh, not Twitter on Instagram the other day. And he was basically like asking me all these questions about being asexual, which you know I'm always fine for questions. I'm more than happy to answer any DMs because you know that's what the platform's there for. The Instagram, the email, it's all there for people who want to know more, who you know who tune in, who don't tune in. You know they just want to find out more. But this person was insistent, like, oh, but you can't be asexual if you want sex, and it was like you're missing the point. It's about attraction, not that. And they were basically like, oh, but have you tried And It's like doesn't, doesn't affect my sexuality, whether I enjoy porn or not, I don't, FYI, haven't watched it, don't intend to, but, you know, some asexual people do, and that's fine, if that's what they want to do, then, yeah, cool, go for it, whatever makes you happy, but this, yeah, this just made me so happy when I found it, because the whole point about the asexual spectrum is that it's so broad, and everyone identifies slightly differently, and, you know, it's my whole argument of, you know, if someone, hooks up with someone for you know like a one night stand or whatever i assume there's some attraction there but you know it could just be this random person you are having sex with for a bet i don't know your personal life like it could happen but the point is that with this particular part of the spectrum you literally want that you have that urge that desire for sex and but you're happy to do it with someone because you don't have that sexual attraction to them a lot of the time in relationships people don't have that attraction to each other but they do it anyway because you know we're animal beings who apparently sex is the best thing in the world never tried it cannot say that for truth but that's from what i've heard from people that it's great good for them i still have no intention of doing it in any sense of the word but yeah i really was so happy and i found this because I mean, when I was talking to this person, like, I wasn't backing down, I knew that I was right in terms of, you know, that everyone experiences attraction differently, and that you don't have to be attracted to someone to have sex, but it made me feel so much better to that there is an actual label for it, because it's such a hard thing for people to understand, being like, oh, but how can you be asexual if you still want sex, and it's just, it's so hard, because obviously when you think about it asexual like asexuality in general and sex just don't go together that's why it's an a at the beginning it's because you don't want it but that's not it at all when you go deeper into it when you really look at the definitions and really talk to people you understand that it's all about you know just the attraction like I like I'm not interested in sex personally because I'm not got that attraction it's my argument I did a few episodes ago where it's like if I haven't got the urge to do it I, I don't want to do it, I could still try it, I could still love it, I could still hate it, but I don't have the initial urge to do it, it goes into anything, like I think the example I gave was like bungee jumping, it's like I don't have the urge to go, but if I did go, I may love it, if I went and I could hate it still, you know, I know it's the whole thing if you don't know until you try, and that, but that's exactly what the spectrum is, people try what they want to try, people don't try what they don't want to try, the spectrum is there to help them you know, navigate themselves, navigate what they want and don't want, like, like I said, the label of asexual really helps me, because I'm able to tell people why I don't have that attraction to them when everyone else does, is the whole thing about when you're in a group of friends, and they're all looking at this person who they think is attractive, and I'm like, yeah, cool, they look nice, like, I don't see it in the same way as them, I don't describe them in the same way, because I don't have that attraction to them, and yeah, that's, well, that's not to do with couple sexual but the first point was but I'm just so 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 happy I found this like so happy it just made my day so much better so the next one is lithosexual and this is basically where you experience sexual attraction but not wanting it reciprocated and this is a weird one I don't think I quite understand this because as far as I'm aware you'd always want your feelings reciprocated like people as humans we enjoy our feelings being reciprocated but Apparently for this person, or like whoever identifies as this sexuality, they don't, which is fair enough. It's one that I don't personally understand, but again, I don't experience it. I don't ever not want my feelings to be reciprocated. Not that I have many feelings, but, you know, I, I see that as anything else. That like, you know, kindness, you want your kindness to be reciprocated by someone else. And yeah, so, lithosexual, experiencing sexual attraction but not wanting it reciprocated... I think it's a bit of a strange one in terms of, like I said, you know, just in general, from what I know from people, from what I know from myself, humans just like things being reciprocated, but if you don't, that's absolutely fine, like every, like I say with everything, you do you, if that's not what you want, then all the best for your wishes, because I went on a weird tangent, but yeah, it's one that I never knew about, and it's definitely an interesting one that I want to do more research in to really understand it, because like, I'm new to all these, especially, as far as up when I first started researching the asexual spectrum, it came with asexuality, demisexuality, and grey sexuality. Like, those are the big three. But I'm not dismissing the other ones, because they are there. But again, I think it all goes down to statistics, and there aren't that many studies on it anyway. And for those of you who don't know, the percentage of asexual people in the world has now gone up to 2%, which is amazing, which is groundbreaking. Like, I think there's so many more of us out there, somewhere on the spectrum, because, you know, like, everyone's on the spectrum but on, like, more of, like, the ace side of it, but because people don't know about it, they're not going to know that they're on it. It's, like, the whole thing about being demisexual, anyone out there who, you know, the whole argument of it being, like, oh, but everyone's like that, it could be that someone out there doesn't know demisexuality even exists and they just think that they take a while to warn to people. Like, it's it's very possible. And I did have someone, uh, one of my friends, say to me, like, oh, I think it might be that, and as far as she was aware beforehand, she was just bisexual, because you know she experiences feelings for both men and women and you know sexual feelings as well for people in the past but for her personally it takes that time for the bond to be formed which is on the asexual spectrum but obviously you wouldn't know that and she didn't know that until you know I started all this so yay to me for helping someone out but you know what I mean like some people if they don't know about it then they won't know they're not on it which is fine like if it doesn't barely affect your life and then cool you don't have to know I'm not going on about the spectrum for people to everyone to know about it but I want as many people to know about it as possible even if they're like okay I'm not on this it's like cool fine I'm glad that you took the time to try and understand it in case you were on it but you're not so cool like like I said it just it helps people to know where they stand with themselves and like I said labels can be so helpful to people um and the last one I'm going to talk about is asexual the opposite end of the spectrum, I've already gone on about allosexual a bit, but for those of you who didn't get it from my last little ramble like 20 minutes ago, allosexual is, I call it everyone else, so everyone who has regular attraction, you know, whether it's to men, women, you know, whoever, you have that romantic and sexual attraction to those people, you, ju- you just have it, like, I would say everyone else who doesn't identify somewhere else on the asexual spectrum like if you don't know what you are and you do experience attraction i'd say that you're aloe. like majority of my friends are aloe because you know it won't be for everyone everyone still has their types i'm not dismissing that that you know you're going to have types i'm not saying you're going to be attracted to everyone because like i said that would be a very hard world to live in you know if you were constantly like attracted to everyone you saw on the street wow what a world but allosexual is basically like you know it's just the other end of the spectrum and the way i've included it in this is again to tell people that sexuality is a spectrum for everyone. Like it isn't just for asexuals. This spectrum isn't just for us. This spectrum is for everyone. It's more helpful to us because we've got something to identify with that isn't the norm. It's the whole thing obviously allosexual is the norm. People don't say it that way, but like you grow up thinking, okay, one day I'm gonna identify as a straight bi or gay or lesbian. Like I'm gonna be in one of those categories, obviously there's so much more than that, I'm not just putting it down to so those four, but they're the ones that people tend to gravitate towards first, they're the ones you kind of like try on first, is the way to put it, you know, trying in sexuality, which you can do, try whatever works for you, like I have a friend who, you know, she, she grew up thinking she was straight, then she thought, okay, oh, I might be bi, now she's fully gay, like it, that works for her, and I'm really happy that works for her, because she's happy, and you've just got to try it on, like if, if one thing doesn't work out, then cool, try something else. It's like anything, you've just got to figure out what works for you. And again, it may change over time, and that's okay, you aren't going to be the same person every day, you're not the same person today as you are yesterday, without getting too philosophical, but you're not, you're going to make different decisions, you're going to view the world a different way, because you're growing and that's what life is, you're never going to look at the same thing the same way because that's just what being human is. And sexuality is the same. Just because you're allosexual one day doesn't mean you can't be a form of asexual the next. I'm not saying you can go from one to the other. I think it could happen. I think it's very unlikely to happen. Because I do think that asexuality and like sexuality in general is a nature thing. I do want to do a half of this. I'd love to get someone who's actually a scientist because I did psychology at A level and that's it. Like, that's it. I've got friends who are in science, but they sort of specialize in something that isn't sexuality. And from reading up about it, I know it's all about like a hormone imbalance or something in the brain. And you know, it's very interesting, but I don't understand all of it because I'm not a scientist. I did not take science past GCSE apart from psychology, but you know, that's a social science, so that's slightly different. But I really do think it's nature because, like, I grew up with I mean, my parents were separated for most of the time, but like, I grew up with relationships around me they were both you know straight and gay and I thought oh I'll be one of them one day like one day I'll find myself and I'll figure it out but I wasn't I turned out to be ace and like I don't think I was bred in that environment obviously we're we brought up in a very sex focused sex positive world in terms of you know all the media we consume even putting down to kids tv shows I remember watching a show that I loved and two of the characters were like getting together and I was all for it I was like shipping them away going yeah you you guys get it together you you get it like, I was all for it, and I was happy for them, for the characters, but it didn't mean I wanted it for myself, but obviously, we're growing up, we grew up with that media, we grew up with that representation, we do not really grow up with ace representation, which is hopefully changing, but we're still way of a way to getting there, but yeah, I do think it's nature, but again, I feel like sexuality in general, like, yes, it's it's nature, but it's also a spectrum, I feel like, if you are some form of Asexuality, I feel like you're more likely to slide between the asexual like i say bubbles if that's the right word I've like like I'm more likely to pounce between being asexual being demisexual being graysexual I feel like if if I am ever going to change, it'll be for one of them because they are a lot more similar, whereas someone who is allosexual who experienced that sexual attraction, whether it's you know for for both genders or one or you know whomever. I feel like they're more likely to be some form of, like, one that's more sexual in terms of, like, their representation, like, what they identify as, because that's who they are. Obviously, if someone then comes to me going, oh, I've been asexual my life, but I've always felt like I've had to please others, I've always had sex with people, then, yeah, sure. But, again, it goes down to the whole thing of attraction. Like, someone could really, really, really love sex and not be attracted to anyone at all, but, you know, they can still be asexual and still enjoy sex. Like, it's such... It's such a thing to get your head around because we're always taught, oh, you're one or the other, but it's it's not it. You can literally be anything that you want and you can be something and like something that's completely opposite to your thing. Like someone could be allosexual and have all this attraction to people and hate sex. Like, has anyone ever thought of that? Like you can literally be attracted to everyone or like, you know, majority of people from, you know, to wherever, whomever, you know, it doesn't matter. You can be attracted to so many people And yet you could hate sex with all of them. But yet someone who could not be attracted to anyone could have sex with all of them and love it. Like, it's you there's no rhyme or reason to it. Everyone is so different. And I'm gonna close off the episode there before I confuse myself and before I get anyone confused. But I hope everyone enjoyed that. I hope that was illuminating in parts. I just basically wanted to do an episode where I spoke a bit more in detail about certain, like, I'm not going to, that's not even the whole spectrum, but there's so much your eyes that I still don't understand, and I do not want to be talking to you about stuff that I don't understand myself, because that would just confuse everyone. So I stuck to the ones that I knew, and stuck to the ones that I found out that I felt comfortable enough and confident enough to try and explain, because, like I said, the last thing i to do is confuse anyone, because I don't get it. I hope that was helpful to people, because... The last thing I ever wanted when I was trying to figure out who I was, was to be confused. And I liked knowing my options and I liked being able to look at the spectrum going, okay, that's not me, that's not me, that's kind of me, that's not me, that may be me. And it was really helpful. But other people might go, oh, spectrum is horrible. And fine, don't listen, don't look at the spectrum. And I hope anyone out there who is comfortable with who they are, to knows who they are, I found this just found this interesting because... Like I said, it, sexuality is so not a black and white thing. Like, we're literally taught growing up, you're going to be this or going to be that, go figure out which one. But there's so much more to it than that. Like I said, just because you identify as one thing doesn't mean you might identify as something else two years later. Or it doesn't mean that because you identify as one thing, you can't also identify as someone else. Like, I'm sure someone who is allosexual can also identify as lithosexual, experiencing sexual attraction but not wanting it reciprocated. So obviously you're still wanting that, you still have that attraction, and you still want that, hence allosexual, where you have that attraction, but they don't want to act on it, there are other people to act on it, so you know, just because you're one thing doesn't mean you can't also be something else on the spectrum, and yes, that is this episode, I hope everyone, again, found it illuminating, I found it interesting, if there's any questions, please don't hesitate to drop me emails, Ace with two e's, uh, 21 at gmail.com, and there's also Space Ace on TikTok, on Instagram, you know, DMs always open, and all I ask when anyone DMs me is just please be respectful, like, I'm happy to answer any question, no matter, you know, how random you think it is, how, you know, how little informed or how well informed you are, I don't care, I just want you to be respectful, like, I've had people recently who they say they want to learn, but then they just mock everything that I say, and they'll be like, oh, but that's not real, it's like, you wanted to learn, I'm trying to teach you, don't just laugh, like, if you don't want to learn, then get out my DMs, like, I'd much rather talk to people who have a real, genuine, like, want to understand this, rather than people who just want to think about it, and hear about it for a laugh, like, if you don't get it, I'm not asking you, I'm not forcing it down your throat, this is for people who want to learn, and that is it, that's my piece, that's what I have to say on the matter, just please be respectful no matter who you are, no matter what you identify as, please be respectful. Thank you everyone so much for listening. The only other announcement I say I'd have is that I've started a second podcast because you know, I've got so much time in my day. Um and I basically like like what I've said before, I've completely cut this now. This is Space Ace is now just a place for asexuality. And I've moved all the fandom stuff over to a new one, which is Drops of Fiction, which I'm very excited about. Which I've got so many good episodes lined up with so many good, amazing guests. And you know, the one going up this week well, it went up yesterday when this come this comes out um, was when I had my friend Taylor on, and she's lovely. She's a professional writer, director, and we basically just talked about how much we love writing, our writing journeys. It was just it was just a nice chat and then we've got so much good ones coming up about theatre, about TV, like I'm sure I'll put one up about the Doctor Who Centenary that's coming out, Uh, coming out tomorrow when this airs, oh no, Sunday, so two days, because this will come out on Friday, but that'll be more towards any of the fandom stuff, so if you're into that content as well, please go give that a follow, Drops of Fiction is on Instagram, I have a TikTok but I haven't put anything on there yet, so just hold off on that but the instagram is up and running and again dm's always open if anyone wants to you know trip in for any ideas or wants to come on as a guest always happy to have people on and i think that is it for this episode for this week thank you everyone again so much for listening hope you all have a wonderful day a wonderful weekend and i will see you next time space ace out <coughs>